Welcome back. We're about to read chapter 31. We still don't know who stole the phone or where the phone ended up. And we do not know how Luke is going to reach Jen's dad. Let's find out. Chapter 31. Luke crept down to the first floor with only the vaguest plan in mind. He needed Mr. Talbot's phone number. He needed a phone. The school office should have both. The school office was locked. Luke stood before the ornate door for what felt like hours. The door had a glass panel at the top so he could see it easily. He could make out the shape of a phone on Mrs. Hawkins' desk. He could see old-fashioned file cabinets behind it. Surely there was a file in there with Luke's name on it. His fake name, anyway. Would Mr. Talbot's phone number be listed in there? Because he was one, the one who'd brought Luke to the school in the first place. Luke thought so, but it did no good unless Luke could get into the files. And no matter how much he jiggled the knob on the office door, the door held firm. Desperately, Luke kicked it, but the door was thick, solid maple wood. Nothing flimsy at Hendrick's. Even the glass was probably... (gasps) Glass? Luke couldn't believe how stupid he was being. He slammed the glass panel with his textbook, and a satisfying spiderweb of cracks crept across it. He hit it again, a little lower, smashing that portion of the panel. And Jason thinks books are useless, Luke muttered to himself. Take that. Luke covered his hand with part of his pajama sleeve and pushed through the bottom of the glass. Only a few shards fell to the ground. The rest of the panel stayed in place. It was high-quality glass. Anything cheap would have shattered completely and fallen to the ground with an enormous clatter. Luke reached on through until he could touch the knob from inside. He turned it slowly, slowly, until he heard the click he'd been waiting for. He eased the door open and raced to the filing cabinet. With only... The dim light from the hall, Luke couldn't read any of the labels on any of the files. He had to carry them out to the door to see whose they were. The first batch he pulled had Jeremy Andrews through Luther Benton. He replaced them and moved further back into the file. Tanner Fitzgerald through, yes, there it was, Lee Grant. Luke was surprised by the thickness of his file, considering how short of a time he'd been at Hendricks. The first set of papers were school transcripts from other schools, evidently the ones the real Lee Grant had attended before he had died and left his identity to Luke. There were pictures, too, seven of them, labeled kindergarten, grade one, grade two, all the way up to sixth grade. Strangely, the photos really did look like Luke. Same sandy hair, pale eyes, worried look. Luke blinked, thinking he'd been fooled. But when he opened his eyes, the resemblance was still there. Had the real Lee Grant looked that much like Luke? Then Luke remembered something Jen had told him once about changing photos on the computer. You can make people look older, younger, prettier, uglier, whatever you want. If I wanted to make my own fake ID, I probably could, she bragged. But Jen wanted to come out of hiding with her identity intact. She hated the thought of fake ideas. 
Staring at the faked pictures, Luke could understand. It was all too strange. He knew he should be reassured by how thoroughly his records had been doctored, but it frightened him instead. There was no sign of the real Luke Garner. Probably even his family would forget him eventually. Luke didn't have time for self-pity. He turned to the page, hoping his admission papers would be next. They weren't. Instead, there was some real... There was some sort of daily log. Luke read in horrified fascination. April 28th. Student withdrawn. Surly during entrance interview. Refuses to look interviewer directly in eye. Refuses to answer questions. Sullen behavior. Hostility believed connected to disassociation with parents. Can assume high risk of repeated attempts at running away. Treatment to commence immediately. April 29th, sullenness continues, attempts at interaction rebuffed, teacher report, disinterest, hostility. The log continued in that vein, with an entry for every day Luke had been at Hendricks. There was repeated mention of therapy and treatment and its success or failure. But Luke had had no entrance interview. He'd had no therapy, no treatment, no attention from the school officials at all. Obviously, this was another faked record, but who had faked it and why? Thoughtfully, thoroughly baffled, Luke turned the page and there was a thick sheaf of his entrance, entrance papers. Mr. Talbot was listed in the second column of the 16th page as emergency contact. Luke grabbed the phone and started dialing. And that is the end. Post your title now. Do you think Luke will get a hold of Mr. Talbot? And if he does, will Mr. Talbot help? Let's find out.